Hey, 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 it's B-Rad Celebrity Hairstylist here, uh, the host of the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast, and you're at Min for the Canadian um, Hairstylist Network. So today we are learning about how to become a celebrity stylist with Cherise Slate. So I just want to welcome everybody here. So if you're online, uh, make sure to comment, say hi, click the link above that just says um, that, that you'll allow StreamYard to... Uh, post your name so then that way when you're when you're making comments that we can see you so i'll welcome you to the canadian uh hairstylist network live today is our guest sharid Sh <clears throat> oh one of those days Cherie slate who is going to talk to you about becoming a celebrity hairstylist so we're going to bring Sharice in so we're going to say welcome Hi, everybody. Welcome, <laughs> hey, Hi. good to see you. Good to see you. So we actually just did a podcast not too long ago. It was our second one that right. is now airing. So if you guys haven't seen uh, Sharice um, and I yet um, or have heard on the podcast, make sure you do. I'll list a, a link after. So I'm going to get uh, Sharice to start. And especially, too, if you have any questions uh, for Sharice, you can uh, just put them in the just put them in the comments and I'll kind of let you um, take it away. So I'm going to say welcome and we'll just start off by just tell us about yourself and a little bit about your background, Cherise. Well, um, thank you for having me once again. I appreciate it. Hi to everybody in Canada. I love Canada. Um, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, so I'm right across the border. Um, I currently live in Arlington, Texas. I've been a hairstylist for 125 years. No, <laughs> I've been a hairstylist for a long time. Um, started out working in the salon in Detroit commission. Then I went to Booth Rental. Um, then I, three years later, I opened my very first salon. Um, after working in the salon for a couple of years, I became a platform artist. I traveled with the first company was TCB. Then it was Motions. Um, and then um, Sebastian. And from there, I went on. I, want, I always wanted to be a celebrity hairstylist. So I started doing some of the local celebrities in the Detroit area. And I ran across one of my clients. Um, we, Her husband played for the Detroit Lions, which is the football team in, D in Detroit. And our birthdays are a day apart. We decided to go to a concert. My birthday's July 10th. Her birthday is July 9th, so said, let's celebrate our birthday together. We decided to go to a concert, and um, as we were walking across the street, she's from Brooklyn, New York. She just so happened to see one of her friends who was from Brooklyn as well, and he was the role manager for um, Puffy Combs, um, Kid in Place, Salt and Pepper, he Heavy D, and quite a few other celebrities. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity for me to let him know that I want to work in the industry as a hairstylist. And so um, he said, why don't you guys come back to the hotel after the concert? So we went back to the hotel. We talked to him. And I said, um, I told him what I wanted to do. He said, well, give me a call in a couple of days. And so I said, sure. So I called him in a couple of days. Um, he kind of blew me off. I called him again. 
He blew me off. I called him again. He blew me off. I called him for two years. <laughs> and <laughs> finally, two years, finally, he said, you know, I'm going to give you a shot. Why don't you come out to New York? I have this group who's going to be doing a music video. And why don't you come out and do hair for the video? So I'm so excited, right? So I go out to New York. I work on this music video. Um, the director ended up liking me a lot. So I was really excited about that. So I had an opportunity to come back out again. And while I was there, he said, you know, I know a young lady who is about to blow up. Her first record deal didn't work out so great, but I believe in her and I believe she's going to blow up. Why don't you, um, I'm going to invite her over. She's never had her hair professionally done. She's never even had a haircut before. So I was like, wow, this is kind of awesome. I can't wait to see who this young lady is. So he said, I'm going to bring her over to my house. And why don't you give her, you know, some type of style? So I gave her her very first haircut, her very first hairstyle from a professional stylist. And you know that lady today as Ashanti. So I went on for many years to do Ashanti. We traveled all around the world, um, did her hair and makeup for a long time. And then I went on to do Sierra. I've worked with Patti LaBelle. Um, I had a chance to do Monica. Um, gosh, I always forget. Um, Foxy Brown, Snoop Dogg, Fred Hammond, the Clark sisters. Uh, gosh. Um, Recently, I just did um, JoJo Fletcher from The Bachelor. Oh, gosh. I've done quite a few people. I always forget when we get this part. But anyway, I've done a list of different people. Um, I've had an opportunity to travel around the world doing hair and makeup. I'm currently working in TV and film, which I absolutely love. And so, um, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Form. So we're just doing this as a new platform, so we're just kind of getting used to that. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So so if anybody's watching here, um, be say hi to Sharice. She's uh, telling you how she became a celebrity hairstylist. So if you have any questions, make sure to mark them, uh, your comments just below in the comment section. Say hi. We're so glad you're here. So with starting that, becoming a, I, would you say that becoming a celebrity stylist is easy or it's a little bit on the difficult side? Um, I think um, it can be difficult, but the one thing you have to do is to be determined. Um, I was determined since I was a little kid. I think I told you before I did my very first haircut. When I was six years old, I gave my brother that <laughs> famous Dalmatian dog haircut. I cut patches <laughs> all over his head. Yes. <laughs> I did get in trouble. <laughs> but um, I didn't let it stop me from, um, you know, what I wanted to do. I knew as a kid that I wanted to see my name roll down the credits in mm -hmm. the movie theater. You know, I wanted to see yes. my name in lights. Um, and so it was something I pursued. I had a goal list and I still keep my goal list and I kind of check things off as I achieve them. Mm -hmm. So it was something that I was determined to do. And everything that I did during my career, I made sure that it led me in the direction of working in the entertainment industry. So, so be determined. It was a little tough. I mean, I had mm -hmm. moments. I think I told you um, before, Brad, that um, after I did Ashanti, my friend 
recommended that I move to the New York area. And at the time I had a very successful line, actually very successful salon. Um, I actually had two of them in Detroit uh, or right on the outside outskirts of Detroit. Um, and they were doing very well. Um, but I knew it was time for me to take the next step or what I call mm -hmm. my faith walk and go to the next yes. level. So my stylists were so upset with me because I didn't tell anyone I was selling the salon. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I guess that's um, going to be big news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, sorry, um, I'm sorry, I'm leaving you guys. I'm doing Christine Aguilera's hair, <laughs> yeah. which I know you've done. But, I, but would you I had a chance to work on video yeah. shoots with her. It was amazing. She's awesome. <laughs> but so um, yeah, I say Facebook. Mm -hmm. So would you say that if you're doing it, is doing uh, a celebrity the same as doing someone in the salon? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> it's, a total, <laughs> it's a total atmosphere. Um, mm -hmm. There's a level of privacy that you must keep. Um, mm -hmm. You can't go telling everybody's business. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to be very careful about that. But the styling is completely different, too. Typically, when you work with most celebrities, not all, but most celebrities, you're going to do more editorial type of hairstyles. Okay. So there's no hard hair. There's no freezing hair. The hair needs to be bouncing, moving. Yeah, it's the and flow. Shaking. Yeah, and yeah, not look nice, stiff. And, <laughs> and they're pretty simple hairstyles. They're not real complicated, but they're mm -hmm. normally... Um, Really pretty hairstyles, simple yeah. but pretty and, and they, elegant. They tend to want to look more natural looking. Yes. But do you find with more celebrities, they tend to have more um, weaves or more extensions or more of that type of stuff you normally deal with as well? Well, I'll say probably 98% mm -hmm. of celebrities, especially if it's long hair, they yes. typically have hair extensions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like the um, most Mm -hmm. And I guess if you should be good or if that's one area that you're not strong in, it's one area that you should um, look into, I guess, bettering how to maybe adjust, maybe learn how to do tape-ins, clip-ins, those sort of yes. things if you need to add in. So you're doing a photo shoot or a cover mm -hmm. or, or doing a show and you need to be prepared and you have to know how to style it, obviously, too. And you have to know if it's 100% real hair or there's synthetic in there because if there's synthetic, you don't want to be using a hot iron. Or some hair's no. gonna be some hair's <laughs> gonna be melting. <laughs> yeah, um, hair extensions will be very important, a very important tool that you or accessory that you will have in your hair kit. Um, that's another thing. Um, when you are a celebrity hairstylist or, or working on some type of set, you're mm -hmm. gonna have to have what we call a hair kit, and your hair kit consists of different items that you would need to have with you when you're on location. Um, mm -hmm. as a hairstylist and you, my mentor, and I recommend that you highly get a mentor. Um, she had an amazing kit. Her name is Paula Ashby and I love her. She's so modest. Um, but what I did was I flew out to LA and I mm -hmm. mimicked everything that she had in her kit. Oh, wow. And I even bought the same bag. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I literally bought the same bag. I looked at yeah. her bag. Um, so everything she had, yeah, and knew if she needed it, you probably would too. Yeah, you probably would too. Yeah. <laughs> and and it worked out for me. And so um, my model and her model was um, 
um, you want to make sure you have everything that you need. So I have a pretty well equipped kit. Some people mm -hmm. like to just carry a few items. I always like to be prepared for the opportunity that may arise. And so it's mm -hmm. always worked out for me that way. You create your own style, your own technique on how or what type mm -hmm. of kit that you want. I've had yeah. every bag that you can think about. Um, mm -hmm. But typically, um, a really nice suitcase works for me. So it just depends yeah. on the artist. So would that go as far as products as well? You would use the products that you like, or is there like a standard brand across the board that everyone uses? Um, there are some products that you typically find in a celebrity hairstylist bag. I mean, I think mm -hmm. I'm going to make a video that tell um, what I have in my bag mm -hmm. or my kit. But most yeah. of the time you use what works for you. Um, okay. We all have our own style, our own techniques. And so... Mm -hmm. We use products based off the different styles that we like to create on that particular client. Mm -hmm. And me as a celebrity stylist, you as a celebrity stylist, we may have different clientels or different types of hair that we work on. But yes. sim similar kits. But then again, I might like a certain pin. You like a different pin or you yes. like a, a certain spray or a gloss. And then mm -hmm. I use, you know, something totally different. So with becoming a, a celebrity hairstylist, what are some things that most regular stylists don't know? Like, uh, are there certain contracts or how do you do a resume? Is there different things like that or is it standard? Um, no, it's definitely not standard. You typically have what we call... Um, a day rate and a mm -hmm. day rate will consist of um, how you get paid. We normally get paid. They have a flat rate and then they have what we call an hourly rate, a 10 or a 12 mm -hmm. hour rate um, and then half day rates. And so you select the rate that works for you that fits within the industry mm -hmm. um, on what you will be paid. And on, on TV and film, that rate is a little different from even like doing videos or mm -hmm. commercial work. And then when you're doing editorial, when you're working with a magazine, they typically have a very small day rate for you <laughs> or a flat rate. Yes. <laughs> so a yes. flat rate is when the rate does not change no matter how many hours you work. Um, okay. and so you can work two hours or 15 hours and that rate will still be the same. Um, but when you're on an hourly rate, um, after your 10 hours, you go into overtime, then double time. And then the most amazing time is golden time, which yes. rarely ever happens. But when it mm -hmm. does, it's yeah. like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so worth it. It's so yes. worth it. You also want a resume. A resume, um, mm -hmm. I have actually three resumes. I have my corporate resume. Okay. I have a print resume and I also have a TV and film resume. Mm. And those resumes go through different doors depending on what type of client that I'm doing or seeking. I will send that particular resume for that purpose. So, of course, I'm doing a lot of TV and film now. So I will send out my TV and film resume and that will show everything that I've done, um, TV, film and videos um, and also corporate work. So that would go on your TV and film resume. So, yeah, that's going to be really key and will help open up many doors. Most of the things that I get now is because of my resume and the structure mm -hmm. of the resume. Your format plays a big part in mm -hmm. um, how many doors you're going to open. Um, I'm big on being organized and planning for the opportunity that you don't have.
Yeah, I guess. And it makes it really makes a big difference as well. So you can't just use your normal one that you would walk into a salon with. It has to be done in a certain way, a certain typeset, certain things Mm -hmm. like that. So I just want to say anybody who's just joining, welcome. Today we have Sharice Slate, who's here, and she's talking about how to become a celebrity hairstylist. So as we continue, Sharice, I just want to know, can you let people that don't know um, what a press kit is? A press kit, um, and now we're using digital press kits. A press kit will tell everything about you. It will have a bio in it. It will have um, your resume of what you've done over the course of your career, um, the clientele that you've worked with. Um, it gives a great picture to the media um, or whoever you're, you're um, sending it to. Um, of who you are as a stylist, what you've accomplished, what you've done, and what you're capable of doing. Yes. Well, and it's good, I guess, a good way for them to kind of get an overview. And then they mm-hmm. kind of know where you're kind of situated, where you're at, yes. if you're a good fit for mm-hmm. what they're looking for. And yes. and would this, incre- this also includes like a portfolio of some of your work as well? Yes. Um, it's important to have a website. Like oftentimes people will say, especially in today's time, well, I have Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is great, but it does not send the professional message to okay. um, companies of who you are. It does not show your resume, your bio. It shows mm-hmm. pictures, which is great, but they may not be the pictures, all the pictures that you want to show, or let's say it's a particular area you're working in. Let's say you're working, um, um, you want to show fashion, you want to be, um, you want to work, do runways and work in the fashion industry. Um, mm-hmm. Then that's a whole different resume. Or, okay. um, and you're not able to show that on your Instagram. You can't show your, um, the, the, all the different things that you've done, it does not show the biggest picture of you. So it's mm-hmm. so important to have a resume where someone can go to your website and they can get a very good picture of who you are, what you've accomplished, if you're a good fit um, mm-hmm. for the project that they're um, working on. Do you not do period hair? You know, that's so important if you're working in TV and film. Um, one pr- a production company may be looking for someone who can do hair from. 1886 or you know for whatever Mm -hmm. period that may be they want to know what your skills are do you have the ability Mm -hmm. to do what they're requesting so your website will be able to show all those details about you and it also gives people a feel of your personality because that's Mm going to play a big part as well are you a people person are you a team player and so Mm -hmm. when they look at your website they get a, a very good view of who you are as a stylist Mm-hmm. And I guess a lot of people don't get it's a lot of especially when you do hair and makeup, you know, you're probably one of the first people to get there and one of the, the last people plus the touch ups. So they're early yep. morning. Uh, I've been on sets at oh. like sometimes they'll call you at midnight and you got to be on location at three thirty in the morning. Sometimes right. you don't have that big of a window and you just have to be there and you have to be ready. You can't yes. just, Oh, well I'll, I'll come in at eight. No, that doesn't happen. They'll just no. say, see you later. We'll just get someone, get someone else. So it really makes a big, really a big difference. And that's the thing. Like I have your, your website up there now. So with a, with a website, I think, because I noticed on your website, um, the theme seems to be consistent. And mm-hmm. like, can you talk now a little bit about branding and how you chose your brand? Yes. Branding is so key to um, how far you're going to go in your career. I can't 
um, stress that enough. If you look on any and all of my platforms, you will see my brand is consistent across the board. I have the same picture, the same background. I have the same information that lets people know no matter where they go, they will be able to see that I am consistent. This is who I am. This is what I do. And it's like, let's say a CD cover. Um, mm -hmm. And when you see that they're putting doing a launch um, for a new CD, when yes. you see posters out, you see a picture of that CD cover everywhere mm -hmm. of that artist. Um, yes. They want that brand to be consistent across the board. And it's a constant reminder of who you are on any and all platforms. So this day, this helps people to stay connected to me when they see me, no matter mm -hmm. where um, where it is. Oh, that's Cherie Slate. Um, this mm -hmm. is the lady who does celebrities. You know, I get that all the time. But my yes. brand reminds people consistently of who I am and what I do. You want to have the same message across mm -hmm. all boards. If your thing is celebrities, that's what you need to let people know. I work on celebrities. Mm -hmm. And so when they go to your website or let's say it's short hair or it's bridal hair, whatever the message is that you want to send, you want to mm -hmm. make sure that message is consistent across all boards. You also want to have a tag name. My tag name is Celebrity Hairstylist. Um, that name tells people a lot about what I do, who I mm -hmm. work on, um, my pricing without me telling them how much I charge. You kind of get an mm -hmm. idea. And it also tells you that maybe she mm -hmm. may have some knowledge about the industry, um, whereas it pertains to mm -hmm. entertainment. So you get a lot just from a tag name. So let's say you want to be known for lashes. Maybe you're the lash guru. Mm -hmm. um, but within three to five words, you should have an, a tag name that describes who you are and what you do. If you don't have that name there, people will miss um, oftentimes. You know, I'll get people who will contact me. I also coach um, hairstylists and students on building mm -hmm. their brand and salons and things of that nature. And oftentimes they'll send me names and I'm like, okay, does that name tell people what you do? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, if it doesn't have somewhere that you are a celebrity hairstylist or you are a bridal stylist or whatever it is that you're trying to push, then mm -hmm. that is not a good tag name for you. So make sure you incorporate no. in what you do. Yeah, because it makes a big difference if you do vivids, if you specialize in vintage, if you do celebrities. It, yes. it makes it easier and it's much easier because within the name, they already know consistently what you do because I like because we've gone through say your story resumes getting into the field branding doing your website social media there's there's so much yes. to remember mm -hmm. um, and you said it's great to have a mentor so if somebody wanted to kind of like get a helping hand so to speak where would you suggest that they would go to find more information to get led um do a mentorship or or have something that's going to help them you know build a star-studded clientele well i have a mentoring program that um i was getting so many calls and i was like you know what you need to create something for people um, mm -hmm. a mentoring group where they can go and they can be in one spot and you can give them tons of information, uh, yes. things that you've experienced in your career, things that will help them, sites to go to, learn the industry language. Um, and I have all this information um, in my mentoring group. I also mm -hmm. have, when they go there, how to become and how to build a, how to become a celebrity stylist and how to build a star-studded clientele. Um, mm -hmm. This um, course that I have, 
will help you tremendously. I spent years learning this information and you can learn all this information in just a short period of time. So all of the hiccups that I went through, all of the, you know, the failed things and the highs and the lows, I share mm-hmm. all that. Um, I keep it real so that you understand. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it's good to know. It's good to know that it's not just fluff. I mean, even I think it's important, like you said before, to make a video just to even what's in your bag because yeah. you don't want to be unprepared. So because you had a statement before when we did the last podcast, I think it was in relation to that mm-hmm. uh, about the opportunity and being prepared and you know, oh, you then... want me to tell that story really quickly about Sure, Sierra? yeah, yes, okay. yes. Okay. So um, <laughs> I was in, I live in Texas, and I was at this big mall called North Park Mall. And mm-hmm. I was out shopping and having a great day. Well, I got a call um, from the record label, and they said, I want to know if you can go to London to do Sierra. And I'm like, sure. Mm-hmm. They said, it's only one catch. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> you need to be at the airport in two hours. I was like, Whoa. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> two hours. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. my gosh. So he said, well, if you can make it, we'll throw in an extra $1,500. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll move it. So, I'll move it. <laughs> now, the crazy part uh-huh. is the mall I was at is 40 minutes from where I live. And Ooh. then the airport okay. is another 20 minutes from my home. Okay. So I had to fly home. Yeah. Um, make sure I got myself ready and get to the airport. Now wow. I'm a very, um, I like to be organized. So I mm-hmm. have my clothes color coded in my closet. Yes. I keep my hair kit packed at all times. You never know when you're going to get mm-hmm. a call. And this was just the perfect time to be ready. So mm-hmm. my hair kit was packed. Um, I have my computer, which I call my boyfriend. I keep him with me everywhere I go. <laughs> like to push <laughs> his buttons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love to push his buttons. So when I, on my way home, I'm, I'm flying home. Thank God I didn't get a ticket. Um, yeah. I'm flying home. In my head, I'm saying, you're going to grab this outfit, that outfit, because I think we're mm-hmm. there. We're going to be there for about a week. So I got yeah. home, packed up my bags. Um, there was a car service here to pick me up. We get on the freeway. What do we run into? Traffic. I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So we're on the way there. to the, yeah, we're on the way to the airport. Yeah. I'm sweating bullets. I get in the door, <laughs> grab my three bags. Yes. Um, I put them on a the conveyor belt. As I'm walking down, about to go through um, the little area um, where they let you. I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, okay. Like but security. They, yeah, security. I'm going through security. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I hear him say, last call for Cherie Slate. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you've got to be kidding me. The brain's I'm ready running. to leave. <laughs> I'm like chucking it down. <laughs> I'm flying. I get to the gate. They're literally mm-hmm. about to shut the door. I'm the last person on the plane. I'm literally wow. sweating bullets. Wow. <laughs> but the moral to the story was I made mm-hmm. it. I was mm-hmm. prepared for the opportunity that I didn't know that was coming my way. Even mm-hmm. being, you know, almost a few hours away, um, I was able to make it happen because I was prepared mm-hmm. for the opportunity that I didn't have. And so my motto is always be prepared for the opportunity down the road. If you mm-hmm. want to become a celebrity hairstylist, start doing what celebrity hairstylists do. Start mm-hmm. building your kit. Um, start taking pictures. You need a great portfolio. You need a mm-hmm. website. Um, start connecting with different photographers. I share a lot yeah. of information with you in my mentoring group on things that you can do and that you mm-hmm. should do to help you to become a celebrity hairstylist and in other areas um, 
in the beauty industry as well. So I tell you things about hair, makeup. I show you pictures of some of the things that I've done. I keep you on point, on trend with what's going on in the industry. So, Yeah, and that makes such a, a big difference. And I believe you have another course as well for defining and designing your brand as a hairstylist. So I think that's really important too. And because it's such a huge thing, I think you kind of need it a little bit separate on its own as well. Just branding in itself, like your your Instagram, like any of your social media, yeah. like when people see it, like let's say, like if you go to any fast food places, the same, you know them. You know when you see the golden arches around the world, you know what that is. You know that, you know, just by their color. Just by the, you know, what yes. what the font is, things things like that. Um, so do you, you have, so with, you, with your course, so you talk also a little bit about um, branding as well in a, in a separate course, correct? I love branding. This one, this one is particularly one of my absolute favorites um, because branding is so key. I started branding before I even knew I was branding. Um, <laughs> and I would come up with little slogans. I had no idea yes. what, you know, what I was doing, mm -hmm. but now I'm so passionate about it. And yeah. I love helping other people. I, you know, that's something I, I really enjoy. I share. Um, and now I have a new model for me on my social media. Mm -hmm. If I, Whatever I post has to be of help to someone else or I won't post it. So if yes. you go to my Instagram or Facebook, whatever post there, it will mm -hmm. be something that you can benefit from. So I got some yes. great stuff here now. But branding is so, so important to getting you to the next level in your career and being consistent. People will remember you. Sometimes people don't remember my name, but I'll hear people yeah. say, oh, that celebrity hairstyles. Let me tell you what my brand did for me. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar um, with, um, in the States, um, um, a celebrity by the name of Star Jones. Oh, she's yes. She's been on yeah. quite a bit. She's mm -hmm. been on quite a bit. Well, mm -hmm. because of my Twitter and the consistency of my brand, Star Jones tweeted, I'm looking mm -hmm. for a celebrity hairstylist in Texas. Within two mm -hmm. minutes, we were connected. Yeah. My wow. brand was recognizable from mm -hmm. someone, some hairstylist said, I know of a lady. Her name is Cherise Slate. Mm -hmm. um, Star Jones inboxed me and I was doing Star Jones. Mm -hmm. The consistency of my brand, like you said, like those golden arches, wherever you go around the world, you know, those yep. golden arches are McDonald's. And mm -hmm. so you want your brand to be so consistent that people will recognize it no matter where you are or what you're doing, no. even in your sleep. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's a thing too, because one thing you have to remember is a celebrity stylist like you said, you have to be ready for the opportunity when it comes. And you said she inboxed you within two minutes, boom, you have that connection, but you could have that fear factor and say, oh, I can't do this. And you miss your opportunity or you can be fanning all over them, which is not good either. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, because no. if you're a fan, if you're fangirling all over the, the celebrity and it's like, but they don't want that. You're the professional and you yes. can't be, oh my gosh, it's this person, this person, no. this person. No, never, you, never. You, 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 there's a, a totally different mentality. Much yes. more is expected of you. Yes, it seems like an exciting life. Like Cherise said, you go, you jet off. They have a car ready for you. You you grab your outfits, you, you travel. Yes, you do. Yes. But you, there's also levels, higher levels of expectation for you. Yes. You, you can't um, expect to go from, you know, $10 haircuts at a shop that, you know, just uh, produces volume to being a celebrity stylist. It does take work, you know, and Charisse yeah. has done that for you. She's kind of put everything together, but just in closing, 
I just want to say, Sharice, what's a closing nugget of gold you would like to leave with our, our group members of the Canadian Hairstylist Network? One of the things that I live by and I like to share with people is um, this is my model that you want to leave a legacy behind. And my legacy is to um, you want to make sure that. Look, I didn't got tongue tied after I didn't say <laughs> that's OK. <laughs> you, you should be it's alive. To die. Happens, yeah. <laughs> you should be ashamed to die unless you have left your mark on the world. What mark do you want to leave on the world? Decide what that is today and go for it. Jump and grow your wings on the way down. I promise you it'll work out for you. Put fear in your pocket. Tell fear you don't have time to play with them and go after your dreams. You reach for the stars, you might just get one. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's about just going for it. Um, with the mentoring, we'll have the links put in the bottom comments below. So if you want to follow Cherise, see what she's doing. If you want any of her mentoring programs or her uh, branding courses or her how to have a, a star-studded clientele, um, we have her website there. Oh, that's one other thing too. One thing I noticed is that Cherie Slate is on everything you have, your website, your Instagram, everything, everything is the same exact name. So yeah. when they're looking for you, it's so much, it's so much easier. And that's, yeah. that's one little tip I think that's good because if you have one name for something and one name for something else and different colors for one thing and different people really don't know who you are unless you're this really eclectic all over the <laughs> Spectrum and it's easy to Google artist. you. If someone Googles me, they'll see a number of pages and my mm -hmm. brand is being consistent. So make sure that you are consistent with your brand. When you start to show up in Google, it will open many doors for you. Amazing. Thank you so much, Cerise. And we'll see you again. So we'll we'll post this. And if you're watching the replay, make sure to say hi, uh, leave uh, comments. We have questions. And then what we'll do is we'll pass them along to Cherise and she can answer them for you. And so I want to say thank you, everyone, for joining us today. So uh, thank you, everyone, for attending. Catch me here tomorrow at 11 Live. We're going to have a member spotlight with Annie Claude from Farouk. And I'll see you there. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>